0: Why am I picking apart everything that I don't like about myself? Why am I starting my day getting on a scale, getting mad, then looking in the mirror and saying a bunch of nasty stuff to myself that I would never say to anybody?
1: Hello, friends. I'm so happy you're here, and you're going to be happy you're here because this is an episode you do not want to miss. Oh, my gosh. It's absolutely incredible. It's a little bit longer than my typical episode, but it will be worth absolutely every second of your time, I promise you, you're going to get to hear Rob's incredible story. That little quote you just heard was from Rob earlier. You're going to hear his entire story and I guarantee you'll connect with probably most, if not all of his experiences and what he shares from low-fat diets to Herbalife to South Beach diet to no carbs and then reintroducing carbs to hydroxycut pills and elimination diets and <laughs> eating a lot of carrot soup to try to lose weight, Rob has done it all. He's tried almost every fad diet you can think of. He's talks about always gaining 10-plus pounds during the holidays. He's had back surgery. He's battled depression. He's been downright mean to himself. Those are his words, not mine. He's fought the bully in his brain, and he's lost a lot of weight and gained it all back multiple times. But now Rob is healthy and best of all, he's happy. <laughs> Has he lost weight? Oh yeah, he's lost a lot of weight, no doubt, but his emotional state and his peace of mind when it comes to food and his body, that's what he loves the most and he's going to tell all about it. He went from college football player to truck driver to now he's a teacher. He went from overweight to losing 50 plus pounds and gaining it all back and from depressed to, like I said, happy and healthy. You do not want to miss Rob's story. So we're going to roll that interview in just a moment. But first, first, do not forget, guys, I have a free class coming up, a free interactive class. So if you've ever wished that you had like a diet and weight loss expert who would just answer your questions honestly and help you cut through all the confusion and crap that's being advertised for weight loss, if you've wished that, then You are in the right place. This is your lucky day. Pause this episode right now. Seriously, do it. Pause it right now. It won't take like a minute and a half. Go to everybodyhatesdiets.com or you can scroll down to the show notes. The link is there in the show notes and register for the free upcoming interactive class. It's on Thursday, April 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Thursday, April 14th, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. You, me, all of us there, live, hanging out together. This is like special invitation only. This is going out to podcast listeners and select people on my email list. No one else. I'm not promoting it on social media or anywhere else. So this is just for you. I'm going to provide honest input and help you not fall victim to all the here today, gone tomorrow's diet trends and all the other crap that doesn't work. And I'm going to help you get set up for weight loss success because warm weather, that warm, hot summer weather, it's just around the corner. So I'll help you get set up for weight loss success, so you'll be feeling great by the time that rolls around. Now, without further ado, let's get to Rob's incredible story and weight loss wisdom. Roll it. All right, my friends, I am so excited. I have an incredible gentleman with me today, Rob Thompson. He is just like you. He was a podcast listener for quite a while and eventually joined the inner circle and has just had an incredible journey and just really honestly encourage us encourages all of us and inspires all of us. And so I'm going to hand it over to Rob, man, Rob, if you will tell us a little bit of your story, you know, just kind of about your life and health and weight loss journey and what you've tried in the past and just anything else you'd like to share. Go for it.
0: Yeah. So, you know, when I was thinking about this, I, I went back to the early nineties when I first went to college. Um, I, I got the chance to play college football and, um, And that was a new experience for me because, you know, the lifting and the eating and having food there and, and, you know, in 1992, I weighed 210 pounds roughly when I showed up to college. And, um, within a year I gained like 20 or 30 pounds because we were lifting all the time, working out, eating. Um, it was nice because we had an opportunity to eat whenever we wanted, whatever we wanted. And, and so you know, and I put on some few pounds, but I was still in really, really good shape. And then um, fast forward a couple years years, um, I'm leaving college um, due to some injuries and stuff like that. I had to stop playing football and um, I started driving a truck and I, I started um, driving an 18 wheeler over a road. And within a few months, I'd gained almost 40 pounds um, and eating at every single truck stop and convenience store, and um, it sort of really snowballed out of control. And um, when I started, when I came off the road um, and started working locally, is when I really started focusing on my weight. And I and I think at that point time is when I really was unhappy with the way I looked. And and this was in the late '90s that I was just starting to build this sort of hatred for myself, the way I look, and um, and I don't think I really acknowledged that for many years, um, and so my dad had a heart attack and went on a low-fat diet, and so it was like, okay, so well, let's do the low-fat diet, because everybody was telling him that, hey, the best option for your heart health and everything is to go low-fat, and so My mom was making, you know, no fat chocolate cakes with applesauce. And, um, it was like carbohydrate loading every single day, just carbohydrate after carbohydrate, um, you know, no red meat, but we're going to eat the, you know, every pasta dish there is. Um, and so, and so that was, that was great. And I, you know, we lost some weight, but I'm a meat eater. I, I love meat. And, um, As Corey's found, you know, that's one of my passions now, and I'll I'll get there, but um, so, you know, that didn't work long-lasting, and so fast forward a couple years, the big um, um, herbal life thing came into my life, so the shake diets, drinking a shake, so we're going to drink a shake three times a day, maybe have one actual meal of food, and And it never lasted. I mean, that was like two, three weeks. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. (laughs) You know, this is no way, shape or form. And so um, then then I went on the South Beach kick. Me and my mom went on the South Beach diet and we just were really cranking away. No carbs. I lost a ton of weight at that point in time. A lot of weight, probably 60, 70 pounds It got down in the 230 range. You know I still have a picture where I pulled my pants up over my belly because they barely fit and you know and it was just this time that I felt really good and then as I started to do the reintroducing of carbohydrates slowly, it snowballed into just going back to where I was um, and so other tried diet attempts here there, the next great thing, you know, um, I did you know the. Hydroxy cut pills to try to burn more energy and um and did all this stuff. And then my brother had huge issues and he's a little skinny rail thing. He's six three and weighs like 130 pounds. I mean, he's mm. um, but he started dealing in his, and this is in his early 40s, beginning, you know, late 40s, he started dealing with bad arthritis, like almost disabilitating arthritis. And was on medications and stuff. And finally the doctor said, Well, there's this, there's this diet called the plan. And it'll it'll get rid of your inflammation. And so he started doing this thing. And next he knew, he was off of his medications and he was kayak fishing and he was doing and sort of enjoying his life. And I was like, Wait a second. And he lost like 10 pounds. I don't know where that 10 pounds came from because he was so skinny. <laughs> but um But I was like, well, let's try it. And so my wife got on board with this at this time. And she's like, okay, so if we're going to do this, we're going to do it. So we got the book from my brother. And it was a straightforward elimination diet. So it started out with nothing but this carrot soup for like two or three days. And it was brutal. Um, Not only the eating it, but the digestion and everything. It was pretty brutal. And then And then with the elimination diet, we started adding things back in. And this was in 2017 or so. So I was teaching. I wasn't driving a truck anymore. And I was teaching, not as physically active. Um, And so we started doing this elimination diet. And it was fantastic. I lost like 40 pounds in a matter of like two and a half, three months or something like that. But I still remember right before we got to the last week of the diet plan i looked at my wife and i said well what do we do when this is over <laughs> cuz there was an end and i was like what you know and i remember i mean really really remember having this fear of we lost all this weight we both lost a bunch of weight we were weighing ourselves every day tracking cuz cuz the way that that elimination diet worked was you would eat like a muffin, a bran muffin, and then you would weigh yourself the next day. And if you gained weight, then supposedly that caused your inflammation. So that was mm. a bad food. Wow. And so you would check market as a bad food and it would be something that you wouldn't need anymore. Where medically, this worked perfect for my brother because he found that corn caused almost all of his arthritic inflammation problems and so he eliminated corn syrup and corn starch and corn chips and anything really with corn and it tremendously helped his arthritis and so medically it worked fantastic for me i never found a food that like drastically changed my weight like overnight and so we got to the end and lo and behold the diet faded, you know, and we just started going, well, you know, this was okay. So I'm going to eat it. This was okay. So I'm going to eat it. And this was okay. And, and, um, I'd worked myself all the way down to about 240 pounds at that point in time. And then some things really happened. Some life-changing things happened. Um, I had, I'd started a master's program I had a student of mine um, commit suicide, started snowballing out of effect. And and that's when I really started dealing with some depression. Mm -hmm. Um, And so over the course of the next couple of years, I gained everything back and there was no diet, no exercise. There was nothing. I was just sort of numb to the world. And then at the beginning of 2021, I had sort of reached my wits end and I got on the scale and it said 298 pounds and I'd never weighed 298 pounds. And I went, I'm not weighing 300 pounds. This isn't going to happen. And I went, but at that point in time, I had realization that I tried all of these things and none of it ever worked. None of it ever stayed. None of it. And, and, and I know Corey, you talk about it in your podcast all the time that, there's an ending to these things, and these, these fad diets have an ending, and I was a perfect person with that, because when it ended, or when I got tired of it, or when I had no motivation left in it, I was just done. And I went back to fast food and this and that and the other. And so in 2021, I decided that I was going to learn how to be healthy. And that was sort of my New year's resolution, was, I just want to be healthy. I didn't want to be depressed anymore. I wanted to be healthy. And um, so my wife and I started looking at our cooking. And I started cooking more with my wife. And I started listening to podcasts and started actually listening to more self-help podcasts than I was weight loss per se podcasts. And I bought an exercise bike because one of my favorite things to do back after my back surgery was spin. And so I started spinning again um, and I started losing some weight and it was nice. And um, then at the end of the school year, so may of 2021 um, the depression really seemed to settle in on me. And um, most of the weight that I had lost, I got back, I gained back. And by the middle of the summer, I weighed 275 pounds again. Um, and that's about the time that one of the podcasts I was listening to I ran out of I ran out of their episodes and I wasn't going back and listening to episodes or anything and so I was on the search again and that's when the 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 Corey's podcast came up
1: real life weight loss that I'll yeah have that real run. life <laughs> weight loss podcast
0: I, I've only listened to every single one probably at least two <laughs> or three times but anyway so Then it became sort of a binge type thing, and I have an hour, almost an hour commute to and from work on most days. And so I found myself getting in like two podcasts on my way to work and two podcasts on my way home. And um, I think one of the biggest things for me um, was that as I listened to it and I listened to the podcast, I was getting life advice not weight loss advice. And a lot of the teachings and a lot of the stuff in the podcast really started to impact my depression and coming out of my depression more than weight loss. And so I'd started to keep somewhat of a regular exercise routine And my wife and I were still working and cooking meals together and, um, trying to make them healthier meals. We were still trying to figure out what that really meant. Um, but we were cooking some healthier meals and, um, I did finally decide to go get some clinical help. Um, and that was after realizing that just the podcasts, just those things couldn't bring me out of that funk. Um, And so between that and the podcast and starting to implement the eating right and becoming more aware of what I was eating, starting to have a little bit more integrity with myself. And these are all things that I was getting from Corey, the master. And I talk about it in the group quite a bit. I talk about it in the group quite a bit. I do this thing called Corey roulette now because I've listened to all of the, all of the podcasts. And so. Now what I do is I open up the podcast thing, the thread, and I spin the phone with my finger and just scroll through it randomly. And I hit start on whichever one pops up. And it's amazing to me how many times he's talking directly to that, that bully that's in my brain or whatever's going on in my brain. Um, And it's just amazing how that works. And so as as I had finished all the podcasts, was started re-listening to the podcast and finding that sort of hope in my life that this is something that's what I decided I was going to do at the beginning of 2021 was I just wanted to be healthy. I didn't want to diet. I didn't want to, but I wanted to be healthy and I wanted to be happy. And so my wife and I, our kids are grown, decided to take our first Christmas with no kids we were pretty sad about that and we went well we're going to go on a cruise and my wife said well i want to go zip lining we've never gone zip lining before in our lives i want to go zip lining on this cruise and i said well that's great but there's a weight limit on the on the zip line and i am a long ways from being light enough to go zip lining and that gave me the push to join the inner circle. Mm. Cause at that point in time, I was like, I need something more. I need right. just a little bit more. I've got the podcast. We're learning some cooking stuff, but I needed more. And that's when I joined the inner circle. And it's been life changing for me.
1: Well, well,
0: um, so between, between therapy, my exercise routine, my cooking with my wife being part of the inner circle and having that support group, I can say, you know, I'm happy. Mm. And at the end of 2021, I was 40 some pounds lighter than I was at the beginning of 2021, which is probably the first time ever. I've weighed less on January 1st than I did the year before. And so, Mm. you know, it's just been an amazing roller coaster that it's like, Now I don't even feel like I'm dieting. I, you know, I have, I have a routine. I have my habits and I have this fantastic group that I hang out with and, and can support and get support from. So.
1: Oh man. So, okay, guys. Some some of you right now think that Rob is like a secret plant. So I confess I paid Rob really good money. I found this guy, he's an actor. And I'm like, Hey, I'm going to pay you really good (laughs) money just come on the podcast and say all these wonderful things, wonderful, really nice things. No, 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 I'm kidding. So um, Rob, man, first of all, I'm, I'm absolutely honored by your words, but like I give, and you know this, cause I've said this in the group more than once I give you full 100% credit for all of the incredible success you've had, because guys, what you're hearing right now, Rob's been talking for, I don't know, 10 minutes. And so you hear these, this snapshot, these Cliffs notes of his life, and it's like, oh, wow, look at this incredible success and this incredible, you know, place this guy's at with his life. What you haven't seen is his involvement in the group when, when he posts randomly. I mean, you just did it recently, Rob. You said, man, the bully got on me this morning. Like, I let the bully sneak in this morning. Like, Rob is so engaged with the mental aspect of all of this. And it has not been some smooth, like some smooth, flawless ride with like, unicorns and rainbows and and roses, you know, like just with gold lined streets, like it's been tumultuous at times. It's been, you know, Rob's had times where he's like, man, like, and he just shares his heart and he shares his soul. And then, you know, he gets support from the inner circle family. And I'm, I'm there to be able to, you know, jump in and hopefully provide a little insight and coach him and stuff. And so my point in that guys is for all of you listening, it's easy to think, wow, he can do that. And look what, look at, it's easy for us to see success from the outside and not realize that if we dig deeper into that success, it is a series of ups and downs and ups and downs and ups and downs. And you've got to battle through the downs and Rob has been a master at that. And Rob is absolutely wonderful adding now that it's encouraging other people in the group, like just him sharing his story and sharing his ups and downs, it encourages other people to share theirs. And the, and that's, that's why the group is so incredible. Anyways, that's, that's not what I want to get into. So Rob, I don't even know, did you say, did you say it? Did you let everyone know that you actually did hit your goal and you went zip lining? No, I didn't. So, <laughs> so yeah, we uh,
0: went on our, on our cruise over Christmas and I was not only able to zip line once, but I went through the whole course with my wife and it was one of the most amazing things. Um, and then we were able to do the rope scores on the ship and there was like nothing that stood in the way of of me doing whatever we wanted to do on the trip. And it was just amazing. Mm. Um, we enjoyed all the fabulous food. We did every adventure that there was. It was just an amazing time for us to just just have fun. And, and there was no thoughts of, "Ah, you know, I can't eat this or, oh no, I can't do this because I'm too big or I I don't have energy for this or that or the other. It was just like free on go for, for the full week of the trip. So it was amazing.
1: And, and guys, let, let me just point this out. So Rob shared not long after he, he became part of the group, he said, I have this goal. I want to be able to zip line with my wife, and to do that, I need to lose however many more pounds. I don't remember exactly, but see, here's the thing that uh, I think is so crucial to to know. Rob totally just trusted the process and said, "You know what? Like this is what I need to lose. I don't know if I can lose it. I'll, I'll never forget this. Rob, we talked about it in the you know in the group, and then on a coaching call, and Rob." had his doubts. He had his, he had that little inner voice. He had the bully taunting him and going, Oh, you're not going to make it. Or what if you don't make it? And Rob just shared like, Corey, the thought of not being able to do that really bothers me, but you know what? Like, I'm not going to obsessively weigh every day and try to take extreme measures to get there. I'm just going to keep, I'm just going to keep taking positive steps. I'm just going to keep doing the next right thing. And you know, kind of let, I hate to phrase it that way, but kind of let the chips fall where they may. And he, you were weighing what Rob once every three or four weeks. Yep. Yeah. So he, he weighed yeah. every, once every three or four weeks, he didn't obsessively weigh himself. He didn't go, no, Oh guys, I got to get ready for this cruise. I got to cut out all my carbs so I can zip line. None of that. He just took steps and he was just consistent and he was connected. And then voila, he, he made it and and he was able to enjoy himself. It's just, it's such an incredible story. And then if we fast forward on down the road, rob i'll never forget one of the posts you made where you were like almost you had this epiphany where you were like you had lost more weight and you were like i can i can how far do i want to go with this like it's almost like you realize like the sky's the limit i can i i I finally know and understand what i'm doing and i can take this anywhere i want to go do you remember that
0: yeah i do and, and like tonight we were, my wife and I were sitting there talking about doing this and, and she's like, so you've been, you've been in the group for six months. I'm like, yeah. And she goes, so, so now, you know, it's ending. And I went, I don't, I don't know if it's going to end. There's <laughs> not really an end. I, I can't see, you know, that definite end that. So even if for some reason I, I left the inner circle, I don't see an end.
1: No. Um,
0: because we've changed so much. I mean, I had, I had a wonderful brisket for my birthday during Thanksgiving week. I had turkey Thanksgiving week. You know, I enjoyed those wonderful meals and, and we decided to go get ice cream for my birthday instead of having a big cake. And we made some of those little shifts and stuff. And I still, you know, and that's still amazing to me that I made that choice in October that we were going to go zip lining. And I needed to lose weight, and I went ziplining in December, mm. which some of the some people and I know I was one. I already always gained at least ten pounds between Thanksgiving and Christmas. I was able to enjoy all that stuff and lose the weight that I needed to to be able to enjoy my trip. So you know, and that's that piece that I've learned over the last year and and through through the podcast and through the the group is that. You don't have to diet. You just have to be healthy. Well, you know? well, and there's and there's pieces to that,
1: right? And it's it's you know it's a skill, right? Like it's one of the things we talk about in the group. Like you've you've learned a skill. You've learned a whole new set of skills from the way you cook, you know, to you know what the, you know what foods to eat at what times, and then also the skill of managing your mind and really you know finding balance. Like that's the thing, guys. I know some of you may think when Rob talks about, okay, from November to December, I usually gain weight and you may be thinking, yeah, of course we all gain weight during the holidays, but like, and it may sound like an advertisement, like, oh, I still ate all these things I wanted at Thanksgiving and I still lost enough weight to, you know, to zip line on the cruise. But th- the fact of the matter is when you understand the skills and the broader scope of weight loss and nutrition and exercise and activity, and you're able to you're able to not go off the rails. You guys hear me talk about it all the time on the podcast with all or nothing. When you're, when you don't get sucked into all or nothing, it's not the one or two meals around Thanksgiving or either even two or three meals around Thanksgiving or around a birthday that causes to gain 10 pounds. It's not that it's that those meals suck us into an all or nothing mindset and completely derail us for a month between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And so because Rob, had really engaged with the mental aspect of all this that didn't happen for him. He enjoyed those meals and he goes, okay, I'm going to get right back to balancing this out and focusing on being healthy and moving in the right direction. That's something I noticed, Rob, from what you shared earlier, guys, I just want to point out a few things and Rob just referenced some of this, but like guys he did, he tried low fat, Herbalife, South beach, low carb, the plan, whatever that is, some sort of a elimination. It's an
0: elimination diet. Yeah. Well,
1: it, it sounds like it's, from a nutrition science perspective, it sounds like a pseudo elimination diet, but, um, but either way I've never like whole thirties an elimination diet too. But anyways, anyways, he tried all these and to some degree. A lot of people would say, Oh, he had success with these because he lost weight, but guys, you've heard me say it before. If you gain the weight back, then was the diet really successful? Because as Rob said, there was an end and he knew it. He was smart enough to know at the end of the plan, he was like, what are, what are we supposed to do next week? Because he was on a plan. And then once he was off, what do you do? He hadn't learned any skills. He had just followed verbatim what this thing said. And, you know, the, one of the huge things for me, Rob, with what you shared was you shifted your goal from, oh, I want to lose weight. Oh, I want to lose weight To I just want to be healthy. And then the other thing that you mentioned that I think is so powerful. Don't miss this guys. You've heard me say it a million times. If you want to change your body, you must first change your brain when Rob talked about his depression and Rob, man, I salute you. It's guys. It's not easy to come on a podcast that's broadcast not only around the United States, but around the world as a man, it's not easy to come on and go, Hey man, I I was suffering with depression. So Rob, I salute you, brother. I salute you for being vulnerable and open and honest like that. And if you guys knew Rob, like we know him in the group, that's just how he is. He's just an incredible guy like that. But what a lot of you are out there doing, if I had to guess, you're trying to lose weight because you think it will help with your self-confidence. You're trying to lose weight because you think it will help with your depression. You're trying to lose weight because you think it'll help with something else and you've got it backwards. Rob said earlier, man, as I began to learn things, as I began to manage my mind, it helped with my depression. And then that helped to lead him to weight loss. Now, again, he, he had, you know, he got, as he said, like therapy and other things to help with his depression but my point is guys is so often we have it wrong we have it backwards we want to lose weight thinking it will fix our problems when in reality if we can begin to fix some of our problems if we can begin to understand and manage our mind better that will lead us to the weight loss we want almost as a side effect so man rob yeah. that's well and that, that
0: reminds me about the other day that i posted about in the group when i just had a horrible horrible day and 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 i and i drove by donuts and i mean i went in the store and there's donuts right there and there was cupcakes in the office and there was and, and and that mental piece of it that i've learned and that skill like you said that skill of wait a second that that donut and that cupcake isn't gonna fix my bad day mm. and and it, and i have learned. And that's that skill, that skill piece that it's like, no, I'm on a, not on a diet per se in my brain, but the skills that I've learned is like, that's not worth it to me. Mm-hmm. That's it, not worth all that extra calories, the extra stuff in my stomach that, you know, and so those are those skills, you know, how do you cook healthier? How do you do those things that I've never had any other diet plan that's marketed, teach you how to, substitute things in to make it a healthier meal or Mm -hmm. to live in the middle to where you can still enjoy things um, that you love to eat and find that balance within it. And those are those skills that I've learned over the last year and, and especially over the last six months ridiculously in my brain that yeah, I've changed the way I think, the way I recognize food and all of those different things that make it so I don't feel like I'm punishing myself to try mm-hmm. to lose weight.
1: Yeah. You, you, yeah. So guys, in relation to that, one of the things we talk about in the group, when Rob talked about, he had had a terrible day and he was like, man, there were donuts everywhere and fast food was everywhere. And he said, you know, it's, it's not worth it to me. That's not going to fix Rob, basically correct me if I'm wrong. You said, that's not going to fix my bad day. That's not going to fix my emotions, you know, and, and see what's wrapped up in that guys. Don't miss this. One of the things we talk about in the group is the difference between choice and force. And as you, as you begin to learn kind of the, you know, like you hear me talk about pull back the curtain and we see what's going on in our brain and we better understand kind of our relationship to food and how we're using food and how food is using us then suddenly it's not you it, a diet says f- a diet is all about force force yourself to eat this and force yourself to not eat that what i try to teach people to do and and, and rob is absolutely a he's a prodigy he's been he's been a, a, an incredible student with <laughs> this but like what i try to teach people to do is go wait 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 it's not about force as long as you try to force a food or force yourself to not have a food You're going to be fighting an uphill battle. And and we all have that inner child, the inner spoiled brat, and we're going to want to rebel and just eat as much as we can. But when we learn the behind the scenes stuff, we can choose something different. Like Rob talked about that day. He wasn't like, you know, gritting his teeth going, Oh, that donut. I want it so bad, but I'm not going to eat it. And I hate Corey and I'm going to go home and pout. There was none of that. It was, I'm choosing to not have that donut because I can see clearly where I am, what kind of day I've had, what the donut will or won't represent to me. And then guys, here's the thing. Somebody, I don't remember who it was, Rob. I don't know if you saw this, but somebody had such a beautiful quote in the group. Recently, they said, it's amazing how much insight I have when I stop using food to comfort myself. And it's so true, guys. Like When we eliminate that food comfort and we just sit with that emotion for a moment and we just sit with our day, suddenly boom, boom, boom. We begin having all this clarity around why we're feeling the way we're feeling and why we were reaching for that food. And that's how we learn. And that's how we grow. And so, man, Rob, oh, this is great stuff. So uh, I got, I got a few more questions for you. uh, And we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll wrap this up before long, but as you've gone through this process, as you've gotten to a place where I would say you're much healthier, not only physically, but mentally, emotionally, um, going through all that and all of this, what maybe has surprised you the most or what's been like the biggest light bulb aha game changer realization for you? Um,
0: I, I I touched on it already. I think the biggest difference for me is that there isn't an end to this. I'm learning. Um, and, um, I'm a teacher now And so we talk about lifelong learning and and building students to be lifelong learners. And I think that's what I'm doing now, as I'm finally reaching a place where I'm becoming a lifelong learner and how to be healthy. Um, How do I make a small tweak to something that I like to do or something that I like to eat to make it healthier or better? And I know we talked about the word better in our last coaching call. You know, how do I how do I do this maybe just a little bit better to to make my life more healthy? Um, and I think that's what's different between the teachings that we get in the inner circle and anything else that I've done diet wise is we're learning and we're learning every day from everybody within the group and through um, trial and error. Um, well, you know, we fail, I, you know, I I had one of those hungers and I know I just listened to the podcast today and I went, yep, he's talking to me again. <laughs> Cause you had a podcast about the, the five different types of hunger and then you added in a sixth type of hunger. That was, that was the spoiled brat hunger. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I had that yesterday. And so the little spoiled brat came out to me and, you know, so we still battle, but we're still learning. And I think that's the biggest difference with this is, I'm in a learning process and I don't see an end to it because I'm still enjoying the process. Six months later, a year later from starting my process, I'm still enjoying this process. You know, I'm still enjoying all the healthy aspects of, of what's come out of it. And so, um, and so I think what one of the things that's really surprised me the most is the food, Mm -hmm. Um, learning (laughs) learning that,
1: you know, the fact that you're losing weight without eating like carrot soup all the time.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, no more, no more carrot soup, but like, um, I was never a veggie eater. Um, Mm. growing up and whatnot. I remember I went to my oldest daughter's house for Thanksgiving a a couple of years ago and she made these Brussels sprouts and, and she had doctored them all up with like bacon and all kinds of other stuff. And, and I looked at it and I went, I'm not eating that dirt. <laughs> and I literally called my daughter's cooking dirt. Um, and uh, now it's one of our like go-to veggies is we have Brussels sprouts and carrots at least once or not twice a week. And so um, my taste buds have changed. The, the way mm-hmm. that it, we look at food and the way we enjoy it, like spinach in a breakfast smoothie, come on now but it's fantastic. So it's like, (laughs) you know, learning the, those pieces of foods that are just like, why did I force this for so many years when it just took a little bit of learning to be able to enjoy it? And, you know, and, and probably the biggest game changer on that is is the ability to fail, Mm. you know, I mean, South beach, you have one donut man you were a failure and it was just all off the rails and that was it and, you know and and that elimination diet that i did it was like you know you're eating this right here if you have anything that's outside of that you just screwed up the whole process
1: mm-hmm. all of, or nothing pure all or nothing
0: yeah and, and we don't have to be perfect and and, and i think the biggest thing I mean, if I could say anything is the ability to find balance in my life and the awareness of why, you know, and I know you talk about it a bunch about asking questions. It's like, why did I have such a bad morning? Why did I want to eat that? You know, being aware of, you know, those little pieces and parts and that mental aspect of the awareness. And so it's like, if I could tell myself one thing a year ago, would be stop trying to follow the next best thing and start learning, start Mm -hmm. fixing how you think. And if you can fix how you think, then there's nothing you can't do. I mean, shoot, this old guy that's almost 50 went zip lining (laughs) with my 75-year-old parents and in-laws. So, you know, I mean, you can change that brain then the rest of it just sort of starts to fall into place.
1: Yeah, guys. Oh my goodness. It took everything I had not to scream. Amen. Just in case you missed it. Rob said, if I could tell myself anything, cause that's one of the questions I wanted to, I wanted to ask him. I, I wanted to say, you know, what's the number one thing you want people to know? Like if you were still out there listening, Rob, what would you want to know? And he just said it, man, start learning and start beginning to change your brain. Start, you know, learning to fix your thoughts. And change your thoughts and that it, guys, it's so, so powerful. And, and, and as Rob has mentioned multiple times, it's not just powerful for weight loss. It's powerful for life. It's pa- And then this is just there's this amazing, beautiful synergy that Rob has experienced. It's this incredible positive feedback loop. When we begin to change how we think and we start to change what we do, we start to feel better. We start to think different and then we change more of how we think and we change more of what we do and we feel even better and we think even more differently. And then suddenly our physical body is healthier. Our brain is literally biochemically healthier because we're feeding ourselves better food and we're exercising on a regular basis. And then we're thinking different. It's, it's this amazing recipe for wonderful success. I'm not saying it's going to fix all of life's problems, not at all. And it's still a bumpy road, but man, when, when you get it going together, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. And so golly, Rob, I just, one of the things that I want to point out, Rob, because this is something that I think is huge. And I think that so many other people I've seen you share this in the group multiple times. And and recently you shared a phrase that I thought was really powerful. And I think there's a lot of people listening that may be able to connect with this. And this, so when I asked you the question earlier, you know, like, you know, what's been the biggest realization or what's most different for you now, you shared a bunch of things. But from my perspective, from coach, you know, having the, the privilege of coaching you these past six months, one of the things that I think definitely what you touched on is like, allowing yourself the freedom to fail and just, you know, okay. Yeah, I messed up. Okay. I'm going to keep going. So that's huge. But the other thing is this recently you, you said, man, I caught myself. I was being downright mean to myself, downright mean to myself. And Oh, my friends, I know there are so many of you out there. If you're really honest, you're downright mean to yourself. You are incredibly mean to yourself when you look at yourself in the mirror. You're mean to yourself when you see yourself in pictures. You're, you're brutal to yourself when you step on the scales. And Rob has been able to catch that. He's been able to catch the bully in his brain and when he's being mean to himself. And Rob, I think that's one of the biggest differences I've noticed with you from six months ago to now. It just seems to me, and maybe I'm wrong, but it seems to me you are much less mean to yourself. You're you are mean to yourself much less often. Would you say that's true?
0: That's taken a lot of work. Um and I was just thinking about it before you started talking about it, I went, you know, one of the biggest changes that I made was I was that guy that made the fat guy comments to myself. Mm, mm. I was the guy that was like, oh, I'm big, you know, and pat my belly and stuff like that and and make, you know, just the jokes about my weight. But that stemmed into I'd look at myself in the mirror. And man, I was downright mean to myself. Mm -hmm. And, and my wife would always say, why do you say that to you? You know, why do you say that? Why do you make those comments? Why do you do that? And when I stopped making those comments about myself, when I made a conscious effort to be like, this would be a great place for a fat joke, Mm -hmm. maybe I'll not do that right now. And, and, you know, and just let it blow through and I just stopped making the comments, not necessarily, you know, and then when I started looking at myself in the mirror, I started going, why am I saying that to myself? Why am I picking apart everything that I don't like about myself? Why am I starting my day, getting on a scale, getting mad, then looking in the mirror, and saying a bunch of nasty stuff to myself that I would never say to anybody? And those were those awareness pieces that it's like, man, I'm really, I'm, you know, it wasn't, I was the bully, you know, I was, it wasn't just a bully in my brain. I was, I was the bully. I was (laughs) so brutally mean to myself and finding that awareness of that and really focusing in on how mean I was to myself and 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 i read it in a book about habits or something somewhere about you know doing a power pose or something like i think that's what it was called was a power pose and and i did it one time cuz i'm like all right so i'm going to be nice to myself so i did a power pose and i outright laughed at myself but then it was like it switched the gears from me being mean to myself mm-hmm. to just having fun you know going back to that fun piece but yeah i I was one of those people that like everything I said to myself was, was not nice. Yeah, man. Um, So, and that's changed a ton.
1: Guys don't miss. I want to, I'm probably going to, I'm probably going to slice this little part out of the podcast, what you said earlier, Rob, and I'm going to put it at the beginning and in the middle and at the end and just (laughs) replay it again and again, Rob said something to the extent of like, man, why am I starting my day getting on the scale being miserable and then looking in the mirror and saying, it's just a bunch of mean stuff to myself. And here's what I know. Cause I've been doing this for so long, Rob, and I've talked to so many people like you. That's, that's how so many people start their day. Like it's, it's heartbreaking. They step on the scale. It makes them miserable. They look in the mirror and then they start saying mean, or they start putting on clothes that maybe are a little snug or a little tight. And then they just start saying horrible, mean things to themselves and then they wonder why when they get to lunch, they feel terrible and they're having a horrible day. And so, man, that's just such a powerful thing you shared. And and guys, my goodness, Rob and I could go on and on and on. Rob's one of my favorite people. I mean, I love everyone in the group, but man, Rob's just been such a pleasure to work with. But one of the, just the last thing I want to touch on, Rob, because I think this can be really encouraging to a lot of other people too, is the impact that Rob's process and learning and and transformation and when i say transformation i don't mean like physically sure rob's had a physical transformation how how much weight have you lost total now rob if you don't i don't know, know. <laughs> <laughs> ah! uh, uh, that may be um, one of my favorite parts <laughs> um let's see
0: at the beginning of march i was down 50 50 pounds um From the 300 pounds that I was at the very beginning. So, um, or 298 pounds, whatever it was. So 300 pounds. You're the lowest Um, you've
1: been in years.
0: Yeah. It's, it's pretty close to one of the lowest I've been in years, but I tell you what, I, I, I don't think I was ever this happy.
1: at This weight over the last few years. Uh, Oh, don't, don't miss this people. My, my, my wonderful, incredible. Listening friends, all of you people out there in podcast land, do not miss what Rob just shared because it's easy to think, like, oh, he has to be, he's, he's, he lost 100 pounds, like he's 195 pounds, he's at his lowest weight ever. And that's why he's so happy. No, the reasons Rob, Rob is so happy is because the scales don't matter nearly as much to him. How much, how much weight have you lost, Rob? Honestly, I don't know. Like, that's the, that is so beautiful. That's golden. Well,
0: one of the first things I did was, is I was a morning weigher. I weighed every single morning and my Monday morning weigh-ins was like, let's see what I did this weekend. Woohoo! Yay. Mm -hmm. You know, the punishment weigh-in when I, when I started the process and the program, it was like, really three to four weeks. Okay. So I'm, I'm down, I'm going to do that. And every time I walked in the bathroom, the scale would like literally scream at me and be like, (laughs) Hey, come step on me, come step on me. And I was like, and one morning I, I just got fed up with it. I looked at it and I out loud told it to be quiet and I punished it and put it in the closet in the guest room. <laughs> I, and I, and I, and my wife was downstairs. I don't think she heard a word of what I said, but I literally had a conversation with the scale, like a parent putting a kid in time out, and I put it in the closet and it doesn't get to come out until I'm ready for it to come out. So I love um, it. And it's just freeing, and my wife and I had a discussion about it the other day. And the idea that both of, neither of us, have weighed since the beginning of March, but we're feeling good, and our clothes oh. are fitting different, and we're, you know, and so we were talking about all these different things, and the idea that we weren't weighing, and that that didn't matter, you know. My wife tried on a dress this morning, and she's like, "Oh, look, it's a little tight, but it'll be ready for the wedding," you know. And it's mm. like, you know, those. Things are so much more enjoyable than stepping on the scale, going Woo-hoo, "I lost two pounds, yay!" You
1: no, know, no, I, man, that's oh my gosh. So, guys, just rewind this whole podcast episode and listen to it again and again and again because Rob has so much incredible wisdom to share, and he shares it in a way that 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 is even more powerful. That like I can't share it. It's more powerful than me sharing it because all of this because he's lived it and it's also fresh and new and, 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 um, and just powerful coming from him. So man, yeah, Rob, that's, that's unbelievable that that, and here's the thing. That's not even what I wanted to point out. The last thing that I wanted to point out was Rob's journey through this process and his transformation and his weight loss and just his transformation mentally, all of it Guys, when this happens, and I want this to be inspirational for you and an and encouragement for you, it never just impacts you. I'll never forget when Rob first joined the group, his wife was a, kind of a little skeptical. She was like, eh, I don't know about this, you know. And then, and then even if we fast forward to recently, Rob was going to visit his daughter. And his daughter was really stressed and just, you know, you know, like a lot of people, she had a, you know, a busy, busy job. And Rob was concerned. Like, man, I don't know if she's getting enough sleep. I don't know if she's, you know, really taking care of herself. And and so I want to help her out with this stuff. And so next thing I know, he's posting pictures in the group of all these incredible meals that he's teaching her how to cook with all of this stuff he's been doing. And so now his wife, his wife, isn't part of the inner circle coaching group, but all of this is rubbed off on her. And she's just, you know, kind of begun to go, wait a minute. He's, he's happier. He feels better. You know, he's losing weight. There must be something to this. And so, I don't know if there's anything you want to add with that, Rob. My whole point is just that guys, when you, when you commit to yourself, you show up for yourself and you move your, not only your body, but your mind in a positive direction, it rubs off on the people around you.
0: It it does. It, It definitely does. You know, and you commit to yourself and you commit to changing your brain and, and putting your mind to, I hate to say fixing it because that doesn't sound right, but, hmm. you know, fix, fixing your brain to just be healthier and happy and, mm-hmm. and not have the worries and stress of of what the next diet's going to be or what the next, you know, why did I eat that? Or, you know, the, the food comatoses that, you know, <laughs> I used to put myself into and, you know, it's just,
1: yeah, people see yeah. it.
0: Yeah. It It is impactful to everybody that's around you
1: and the people closest to you. It's the most impactful too. you know, it's, it's your change. The way you've changed your life is trickling down and it's changing their life too. And, and, and then that, that will be my segue into the, to wrap up here, Rob, I can't thank you enough for being on because the way you've changed your life and the work you've done, it's trickled down. It's impacted so many people inside the Inner Circle Coaching Group, and I'm 100% confident that what you shared today on this podcast is going to trickle down, and it's going to impact a ton of people out there who are listening. So man, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for being you. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. It was fun. All right, my friends. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. I think you could tell (laughs) as I was interviewing and talking with Rob, I was just blown away and just absolutely loved so much of what he shared. Look, here's the thing. If you connected with Rob's story, if you connected with what he shared and you would like to have an experience like his, a great first step is to come hang out with me on Thursday, April 14th at 8 p.m. Eastern time. I'm going to explain what the diet industry tries to trick you with I'm going to tell you three huge problems with typical weight loss approaches, like the the weight loss approaches and fad diets that Rob tried over and over again. And then lastly, I'm going to explain the anti-diet approach, which is what I use with my clients, which is what Rob used. I'm going to explain this anti-diet approach that leads to results like Rob has experienced and like he told you about. It leads to more health, less stress, and real weight loss that actually lasts So just go to everybodyhatesdiets.com. I cannot wait to see you at 8 p.m. Eastern time on the 14th. And that link is also in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an incredible, blessed day. Bye-bye.